Welcome to Your Big Sis, the podcast dedicated to empowering you on your way towards self-confidence, healing, and discovering the authentic love within yourself. Here, I hope I can help you learn to embrace your uniqueness, heal from past wounds, and ultimately find your inner cheerleader. I'm your host, Sonia Patel. Let's get into it. Happy Tuesday. Oh my gosh. Besties. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in a minute. I've been really busy, really just on the go doing so many fun things, but also I'm really excited to be back at home for the next few weeks and just kind of get my schedule, my routine back. But I truly got out of bed right now. It's 10 p.m. on a Tuesday to record this episode because I feel really strongly about this and it's something that I'm kind of going through right now. So if you've been going through this, if it's something that, you know, is a little bit of a trigger for you, I'm here to hold your hand through it. But I want to talk about <laughs> it's no secret that I've gained a couple pounds. Um I've really been enjoying life. I feel like I've been traveling, eating all the things, drinking all the things. And not prioritizing, you know, my fitness routine and making dinners at home. Like, I've been doing a lot of socializing recently. So, I feel like there was, like, two weeks straight where I didn't eat dinner at home once. And that's not usually like me. So, it kind of threw everything off. And then it was a snowball effect. Once you start, you kind of lose your touch and you get out of your schedule. And it became a mess. Anyways, I bring this up because... My entire life, I feel like I've always had a toxic relationship with the scale. I've always looked at it as something really negative. At one point in my life, I, you know, put all my image, the way I looked at myself, I I based that off of the number on the scale. And it came to a point where I was like, oh my God, this is literally not healthy. In high school, my parents had a scale in their bathroom And it was one, it wasn't digital yet. It was one that it had the little ticker and it would, you know, go. And I look back at pictures now and I was like, why did I put so much pressure on myself? Because I was small in high school. I was really small. And now I wish I was that size, but you know, we can't go in the past. However, I weighed myself either daily or weekly. And, you know, if I even gained half a pound or a pound, I would eat less that day or I would make sure I would go on a run or work out extra hard during our dance practices, whatever. For me, it was super, I wasn't mentally in a good space when I saw a scale. So for years on end, I feel like after high school, I vowed to never look at a scale again. Even when I would go for doctor's appointments, I would step on the scale and, you know, she'd be moving it to the right and I would just look the other way because I didn't want to know. As long as what I saw in the mirror, how I was feeling was good, I didn't care to look at the scale. I just kind of got used to the routine of that. But I just wasn't in the right headspace. So... You know, I gained the freshman 15, probably like a lot of people. I was drinking, partying, having a good time the first two years. And then I remember seeing a picture my roommate had posted on Facebook. And I was like, holy shit, I look so 
I look like I blew up. And in a sense of like, you know yourself, everybody's different. I'm just saying from my own personal experience, I didn't like the person that I saw in that picture. And so literally, I think the next day I was like, okay, I vow to, you know, start working out again. And I the reason I stopped working out was because I had been dancing for so long throughout middle school, high school. We were always in activities. I was always on a schedule. So going to college and having the freedom of not having to be on a schedule and not having to have three hour practices was like a treat for me until I got used to that. And then it caught up to me. So I vowed to, you know, get back into it. I started going. I dragged my friend Cammie. We would go to our apartment gym and I laughed because I wish I had videos. We would lift, you know, a couple pounds and, you know, do arms a little bit, legs a little bit, couple squats, and then just get on the treadmill. And I thought that was a workout. And I still ate like crap, was still going to Whataburger at 2 a.m. It just wasn't clicking. Then later on, my friend became, my friend Corey, she got a job as a personal trainer at one of our local gyms, and then I became a member there. And next thing you know, I started working there, and it became my second family. Shout out THRC. And then I became a personal trainer. And the things that I learned when I did that was that I was basically doing everything wrong And we'll get into that a little bit later. But I'm bringing this up now because when I look in the mirror at this moment, at the ripe age of 27, I don't love what I see, but I'm also not going to bash myself because I wake up every day as a healthy human. I'm not sick very often. I know how to take care of myself. For me, it's a lack of routine and not staying on top of my stuff. And that has, you know, there's a lot of factors that play into that. So today I want to kind of give some big sis advice in case anyone's, you know, going through it. But if you're having the same struggles here, just some tips on a healthy way to not only lose weight, but to overall live a healthier lifestyle and not feel like shit all the time. I'm really into gut health right now. We'll get into that. I have, you know, a lot to say. (laughs) First thing is getting more active into your day to day life. I totally understand all my working girlies. I have a desk job, meaning that my ass is glued in a chair Monday through Friday, eight to five, looking at a computer screen. And so for me, my I really struggle with working out every single day after work. Obviously you have days, you're super tired. You had a crappy work day. It's not always ideal. What I have noticed for me that helped me be kind of more accountable is I use ClassPass. If you haven't checked it out, it's an app. It's created by an Indian woman. And basically if you're somebody that's kind of on the go all the time, but you love dropping into workout classes or you like trying different workout classes, This is, I highly recommend this for you. I think I have the plan where I pay $32 a month and that gives me either 18 or 22 credits a month. That means that like, say you have a cycle bar near you and you've never tried it. You want to drop in a class. You just open the app, look at the cycle bar near you and you can book it and it's by credit. So I would say classes are either anywhere between one and nine credits Usually I stick to 
sticking with the three to four credit classes because that gets you kind of the most bang for your buck. But trying out that, I've learned to really love Spanga because I use ClassPass. And if you have weeks where you travel, you can use it in other places. It's not just for your area. If you're on vacation, you know, in a different city, you can use ClassPass. I think it's so worth it. Any credits that you have that are left over at the end of the month also roll over to the next month, which I think is really cool. So I think, you know, it's a great way if you're looking to try different things, if you're not really sure what you're into, if you wanted to start trying Pilates, that's how I got into it. I started using ClassPass. You know, I go to yoga. I try, I do all these different things because of this app, which I think is really cool. It's just really hard when you have a lifestyle that's really chaotic. I love to plan things with my friends that involve movement. I love, hey, let's go on an evening walk around Ladybird Lake. Uh, let's go to yoga on Sundays. It gets me to see my friend, but also us doing something active. Shout out Brianna. We do a lot of things like that together. I think that's a really good way to keep being active while still balancing a social life. The next I would say is set realistic goals for yourself. Start small and work your way up. If you haven't worked out in a couple months and you're like, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to start and I'm going to work out five days a week this week. First of all, ma'am, you haven't worked out for five days in a week in a very long time. What makes you think that you can just jump in and get right into it? Start small and work your way up because if you don't hit those five days you're going to be discouraged then you're going to be like oh I already you know effed up let me wait till next week and then I'll start then be realistic set hey I'm going to work out or go to the gym or do something active two days this week and I have a calendar on my fridge and I circle the date if I had movement that day if I closed my apple watch rings or you know whatever works for you find something that does But being realistic with your goals and then work yourself up. I know that I've always wanted to be a runner, but girl, I got bad knees. I've never, and this butt, my butt is so big. When I run, it really moves. I just have never been a runner, partly because I probably need better shoes. But starting slow, I need to build up my endurance. How I started doing that was in the gym, I would walk on an incline on the treadmill. And for all you TikTok girls who do 12, 330, that's not easy. (laughs) I was doing it and I was like, wait a minute, five minutes in, why am I huffing and puffing heavily? You have to work your endurance up. For me, that was, you know, starting on an incline. Then I moved my way to jogging, you know, two minutes on, one minute off or one minute on, one minute off. Something that you can, it's something that's attainable, right? And then work your way, go outside, go for, you know, a long walk or start jogging for a couple minutes and then walk for a couple minutes and switch off until you can jog. And then if jogging becomes easy for you, start picking up the pace, start running. But I think we see on social media, especially that oh, that girl's doing boxing. I want to go, which you can. You're more than welcome to start. But I'm saying everybody has a starting point. You might be looking at somebody who's eight years into their fitness journey and you're like, I want to be like that by next month. That's that's setting unrealistic expectations for yourself. So figure out what works for your lifestyle, for your schedule, 
and be realistic with your goals. A big thing is if you are starting on a smaller scale, say you're working out two days a week and you want to see, you know, change faster, a huge thing is your diet. You have to eat a little bit cleaner. It doesn't always have to be, you know, chicken and rice. It can be a ton of different things. I've recently found so much love in vegetarian meals, just getting, you know, there's a lot of people who say, oh, I'm vegetarian. Why? I don't know how to get protein. Do your research. I'm not a nutritionalist, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you the exact things of what you need to eat. But diet does play a huge part in your in your journey for this. You know, I'm one person. I know a lot of girls who listen are girls who live on their own. And, you know, going grocery shopping and meal prepping is a big part of that. I find that Trader Joe's is really good for a household of one or two because the portions are a little bit smaller. And I consider it cheaper. If I'm meal prepping for the week, I can usually get away with spending $45 to $50. And I think that's so clutch. If you go out to dinner, you know, one night, two nights, you're already spending a hundred bucks. Like that's be smarter with your choices, right? Figure out meals that work for you. For lunches for me, I like, you know, a salad and a protein. Pick and mix and match, whatever you like, figure it out and stick with it. It doesn't have to be boring. Switch it up. You don't have to eat the same thing five days a week, but make something that's quick and efficient I hate being in the kitchen. That's just me. I really hate spending hours of cooking, especially if I'm one person. If I'm feeding other people, I, you know, I love, I would love to do that, but I'm just myself. So I'm not trying to waste all my time in the kitchen. I need more fast and efficient meals. Again, figuring out what is best for your lifestyle. The second thing, or I mean, the third thing is. A huge thing I learned while being a trainer was that I wasn't eating enough protein. Again, I'm not a nutritionist, so if you have health issues or PCOS or thyroid issues, obviously go talk to your doctor. But when I was truly my leanest, my senior year of college, I was 117 pounds, which I'm not looking at the number, but I just want to make this clear. I was 117 pounds, and I was built with so much muscle. I was also eating five to six meals a day, eating so many meals where I like wanted to throw up by, I was like, I can't eat anymore, but eating more and lifting weights for me is what helped build the physique that I had. Starving yourself is the exact opposite of what you want to do. We used to tell our clients like, because I've been guilty of this too, so I totally get it. If you're not knowledgeable on this topic, you don't know. But with your body, if you're starving yourself, your body freaks out. It doesn't know what to do, so it's going to cling on to the fat you have because it doesn't know when it's going to get its next meal. If it's So that's why it's super important to you know, have nutrition and feed your body, fuel your body. Everyone says it, but it's so important. I don't know macros. Having my fitness pal for me was super helpful. I don't use it so much anymore. But now I know that, you know, I have to drink more water. If I get lightheaded, it's probably because I haven't had enough to eat or I'm dehydrated. You have to learn what works for your body. I'm sorry, I'm being annoying, but it's so true. Everyone 
there's so many fitness people out there that say, oh, follow my plan and I'll get you to where you want to be. And that's so crazy because we're not all built the same. I'm 4'11 and I have a petite build. And so not all everything works for me. I also have self-diagnosed myself with PCOS. So not all HIIT workouts work the same for me. And I don't know, there's different things for different people. And really talking to your doctor about your hormones and your gut health. I had a friend go to a holistic doctor and kind of clean her body from the inside out. And it's really, really helped and worked for her. So if that's something that you're interested, I highly recommend getting into that. And then the last thing I would say is a lot of this is mental. You have to learn how to be kinder to yourself. Again, I don't love what I see in the mirror, but I'm not going to sit here and bash myself because I am healthy and I'm lucky to be here alive. I know what needs to be done. There's some things that I do need to tweak. How can I do that with a bad attitude? And it comes kind of full circle because I was looking at myself the other day and I obviously wasn't super happy with what I saw and how I've been treating my body. And I was like, I think I want to order a scale. And that are words that I never thought I would have, but I feel like I'm in a totally different mental space now because I want to use that scale to track my progress. I'm no longer wanting to step on the scale every day. And I, if I see a number that I don't love, I cool. I know that this is where I'm at and I know where I want to be. And I know I've learned the healthy way to get there. I'm no longer going to cut corners and cheat. I'm going to do the work, eat, fuel my body with the right foods, pick up more activity in my life. And the hardest part is knowing that it's going to take a little bit. It's obviously not something that happens overnight. So I ordered a scale on Amazon. Um, It was only 25 bucks. It's one of those smart scales that comes with an app and shows your body fat percentage, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I think I'm sharing this super personal detail because it's something that I've always struggled with. And I think it's also a taboo topic. And so if I can talk about it, and if you've looked at the scale the same way or you know, you're uncomfortable and it, it kind of triggers you in a different way. I want to be here as a support system and help you through it because I feel the whole point of this is to not go through things alone. So get yourself a support team. If you made it to the gym or whatever you choose as your activity, please tag the podcast. I'd love to repost and help hold you accountable. If you need a little pep talk, don't hesitate to message. I always respond because nine times out of 10, it'll motivate me as well. The reason why I'm talking about this is because the last few weeks I've gone, you know, up and down. I'm human. I fuck up. I fall off track. But having people I can lean on and be like, yo, I need an accountability partner is what's always brought me back. And I'm lucky to have, you know, my sisters who are also into this and friends that put their health lifestyle above a lot of things it motivates me. It makes me want to be better. It makes me want to get back on track because I know when I am, I feel mentally better. I don't feel so groggy and sluggish. I feel energized. And I know that we get busy in life, but getting back on track means you care about yourself, your body, your mind, and I want to be here for you. And we're not going to focus so much on the number on the scale as we do on how we feel as a whole. 
if you notice yourself having a better mood, sleeping better, it's because of the little things that you're doing. What you put into your body has a strong correlation to like how you feel, how you react to things, your mood, just everything as a whole. And I wish more people learned that instead of watching Instagram people in half naked bras and undies doing some squats saying this is how you get a booty. That shit pisses me off. So I hope you have a great day. Write out your plan, figure out what you need to do. Talk to your doctor. If you're really serious, you know, think about the vitamins, the supplements that, you know, would work for you. If I learned I had to start taking a probiotic for my gut health, taking collagen helps. But again, this is just for me. So figure out what your style is. And I hope that this made you a little bit more comfortable on getting back to the person you want to be. So I love you. Have a great Tuesday. Bye-bye.